and welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Leo, and Emily. Hello! And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So, Emily, we've got something quite exciting on the weekend. We certainly do. We're going to another festival. Woohoo! We love festivals, don't we, Leo? And it is festival season. It is festival season indeed. We're going to be hearing lots of stories, maybe telling some stories. Uh, There's also a circus there, Leo. Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Have you got any circus skills? Well, I know the quarterstaff and the Diablo. Now, the quarterstaff, is that the one where you've got like a big stick like Robin Hood and you swish it on either side? Yeah, like that. And what's the Diablo? Um, The Diablo is like two kind of smaller sticks with string in the middle and this thing that you can spin on the string and you can do lots of flips and cool things with it. Can you throw it up in the air and catch it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Have you got your own Diablo? Yeah, somewhere. So we might have to get it out and dust it off. Yeah. And bring it with us to the festival. Oh, so excited. We've also, uh, we're going on holiday, aren't we? Oh, yes, that's going to be exciting. What sort of things do you like to do on holiday? Well, I like kicking back in hot weather. Nice. I like swimming in the sea and snorkeling. Snorkeling. Oh, yeah, that's actually one of my favourite things too. It's a whole other world under there. Why, yes, and uh, I also love seeing, like, amazing and... Uh, famous places in that area. So if, for instance, we're in Italy, going to see the Colosseum or in France, going to see the Eiffel Tower. Oh, gosh, landmarks. Yeah. Yeah, we like seeing lovely landmarks. Um, And does that mean we can eat lots of delicious food as well? Oh, yes, that's going to be so exciting. What sort of food do you like eating on holiday? If it's near the beach, I like prawns and seafood. Look, let's just cut to the chase. We're going to eat lots of ice cream. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have lots of ice cream. Um, Brilliant. Now, for this episode, we have got absolutely loads of shout-outs. Yes, we do. You've all been contacting us and asking for shout-outs. So we've got so many of them, we're going to launch straight in. And don't worry, if you don't hear your name on this episode... Just ask your grown-up to give us a bit of a nudge and we'll make sure that we give you a shout-out in the next episode. So, shall we get on with it, Leo? Yep, let's go! Who have we got first? Firstly, we have a shout-out to Dylan and Finn, who are six and live in Horsham, UK. Oh, and they've got two cats, haven't they? Yep. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Hi, Finn. Meow, 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 kitties. Meow, meow, kitties. Thanks for listening. Next, we have a birthday shout-out to Logan, who just turned eight in North Carolina. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Logan. Logan! Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. And a shout-out to Jonah, who's five, in Asheville, North Carolina too. Ooh, another one in North Carolina. Hi, Hi Jonah. Jonah! Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Also, we have a shout-out to Daphne, who is six, in New York, USA. Hi, Daphne. Hi, Daphne. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. We've got a lot from the USA. I know, I love it. Here's a shout-out to Sebastian, Ira and Rupert in Catford, UK. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. We also have a shout-out to Lennox and her brothers, Tyler and Riker, in Virginia, USA. Hi, Hi folks. folks. Thanks for listening. 
Here's a shout out to Gwen, who is five, and she drew us a brilliant picture of the changeling child. She did. She put it in the story chat. It was wonderful. Hi, Hi Gwen. Gwen. Thanks Thanks for listening. We have another shout-out, and this time it's for Rafe and Kyle in Texas, USA. Howdy, Rafe. Howdy, Kyle. Thanks Thanks for for listening. And finally, here's a birthday shout-out to Jack, who is seven, and Tom, who is five, in Kent, UK. Happy birthday! birthday. Thanks Thanks for listening, listening. folks. Oh, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Leo. And remember, if you at home would like a shout-out on our podcast, then you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us, emilydragonflytales at gmail.com. Tell us your age in your town, please. And I'll put all the details in the show notes. So, Emily, what's your story today? Well, Leo, my story is about a vegetable. What vegetable is it? We'll have a guess. Is it a courgette? Oh, you don't like those, do you? (laughs) No. No, it's not a courgette. A mushroom? It's not a mushroom. It's not even an aubergine. You keep mentioning all the vegetables you don't (laughs) like. All right. Is it a broccoli? (laughs) Uh, It's not a broccoli. Um, It's actually... Funny one for the summer, it's a pumpkin. Ooh, wouldn't most associate that with October and Halloween? You would do, but because this story is from Turkey, I thought it might be good to tell it, because it is quite a summery story. Um, How do you think we should start it? Well, I think we should start long ago in the land of Turkey. Why not? Long ago, in the land of Turkey, there lived a poor widow and her only daughter. The widow was a fine seamstress, and she would spend all her days making beautiful scarves. She would work and work until her fingers ached and the fire burned down to embers. Each day, her daughter, whose name was Elif, would pack up the pretty scarves and head to the local bazaar. Do you remember what a bazaar is, Leo? Yeah, it's a kind of market in a big area. Yeah, and there she would sell the scarves at the bazaar for whatever money she could make. She had a little song to attract customers, and it went like this. Pretty scarves for sale of many pretty colours. Pretty scarves for sale, finer than the others. Some days were good days, and with the money she made, Elif bought warm, crusty bread, cheese, olives and juicy tomatoes for them both to eat. That sounds really nice. I love all of those foods. Mmm, you particularly like olives, don't you? Mmm, very tasty. Other days would be slow, and in the evenings their bellies would rumble with hunger. On one such slow day, Elif was singing her song and showing the scarves in the bazaar. Pretty scarves for sale of many pretty colours. Please, pretty scarves for sale, finer than the others. But no one stopped. They rushed past her this way and that way. I'm sure they were far too busy to even notice her. Elif sat down on a stone and she sighed. What shall I do? What shall we eat? If only, if only my luck was more sweet. 
Suddenly, the clouds above her began to swirl and swirl like water going down the drain. Round and 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 round. I think I think they get the point. Oh, okay. And out of this maelstrom, there appeared a giant slipper on the end of a giant leg. Down came the monstrous foot and landed in the middle of the bazaar with a huge crash. Crash! Crash! Followed by another slippered foot. Crash! Elif looked up and up and watched as a mighty torso came through the clouds. Two arms as big as ancient trees and finally... A huge bald head with a long plaited beard and sparkling eyes. It's a genie! It is, but the proper word for genie is gin. Oh, it's a gin! A gin. The gin sat down cross-legged in the middle of the bazaar. He almost filled it. But what about all the people? Imagine just seeing a genie land coming out of the clouds in the middle of the bazaar you know and love. Well, strangely, the people didn't notice the djinn at all. They walked straight through him as if he were made of nothing but smoke. Whoa, what an illusion. But Elif saw him and she was terrified. The djinn boomed. Ask what you wish and it will be granted. And his voice rattled her bones. I, uh... Ask what you wish and it will be granted, the djinn repeated. And the ground trembled with the rumble of his voice. Well, Elif, I think I know what you should wish for. Infinite wishes and infinite power! (laughs) No, you can't do that. That's cheating. Oh. So Elif took a deep breath. I, uh, I sold no scarves, so cannot buy food. I wished for lots of food. I hope that's not too rude. The mighty djinn raised his fist, which was the size of a boulder, and blew on it. Can you blow with me, Leo? He opened his palm to reveal a small pumpkin. What? A small pumpkin? Well, it is a food, but how is it going to feed both of them? Elif was thinking the same thing, and as if he was hearing her thoughts, the djinn spoke. This is a pumpkin like no other. Take it home to your old mother. And then the djinn told her what to say. Open, pumpkin, open up. Stop, little pumpkin, stop. Okay, then. I know, a bit weird. Do you want to try and say it with me, Leo? Here we go. Open, Open, pumpkin, pumpkin, open open up. up. You sound like the djinn. Stop, little pumpkin, stop. Strange words. The djinn then laughed and broke into purple clouds that floated up into the sky and were gone. When Elif got home, her mother was very cross. A pumpkin? Is that all you bring? What are we to do with such a little thing? 
But Elif placed it on the table and spoke the words of the djinn. Do you remember what they were, Leo? Let's yeah. just do the first ones. Open pumpkin, open up. The little pumpkin began to shiver, to shake, to spin, to swirl. The top popped off and out poured the most delicious food. Oh, wow. What sort of food do you think came out of the pumpkin, Leo? Well, I think chicken. Chicken. And beef. And beef. And vegan burgers. And vegan burgers. And broccoli. <laughs> and chips. And mushrooms. Oh, push those to the side. <laughs> and ice cream. Yup, ice cream. Baklava. Oh, lots and lots of delicious food came pouring out all over the table. Oh, how happy they were. They laughed and danced around the kitchen. They were so happy that they did not see their greedy neighbour, Hassan, passing by the window. Hassan stopped to stare. He was astonished at what he saw inside. He could almost taste the delicious food that he saw coming out of the pumpkin. When Elif and her mother had eaten their fill, Elif said the magic words. Do you remember, Leo? Stop, little pumpkin, stop! It all makes sense now. And sure enough, the food vanished. The top popped back on the pumpkin and it sat very still, just like any other normal pumpkin. They were so full of food and so happy and quite tired now that they, they just put the little pumpkin on the windowsill and forgot about it. They went off to bed, and when they were asleep, Hassan returned. Oh, no! He reached in and stole the little pumpkin. No! Hurrying home with it, he then put it on the table, but he didn't know what to say. <laughs> now open! Um, open, please! Open right now! Open, pumpkin! Open, pumpkin! He tried and tried, but the pumpkin would not open. Try something else. Open, God, open! Nope. Um, please open, I'm begging you! The pumpkin just would not open with his words, and so he tried to crack it open. <laughs> but that didn't work. Uh, he tried smashing it with a hammer. <laughs> nope. Uh, cutting it with a knife. It just pinged off. Nope. He tried baking it on the fire to make it all squishy. Ah, hot. But the pumpkin shell was as hard as iron. Gosh. Can you think of any other ideas to open it? I think Hassan should try smashing it on the floor. OK, try smashing it on the floor. <laughs> no, it just bounced up. Oh, no. Um, I think he should try ripping it open with his bare strength. OK, he tried ripping it, scratching at it. But no, the pumpkin had not a mark on its shell. I know what he should do. What? Try giving it to Jeff. He can do anything. OK, he gave it to Jeff and Jeff went, Hmm, no, can't help you. Gosh. Nothing worked. Hassan was so angry and tired by now, he'd spent all night trying to open this pumpkin. Stupid, stupid pumpkin! Since I cannot open it, 
I'll set it for a price and make myself some gold tomorrow. Wouldn't that be nice? Ooh, that greedy Hassan. He went off to bed with the pumpkin grumbling. <laughs> In the morning, the mother came down. <gasps> the pumpkin! It's gone! Elif, where did it go? What? It was right here. Mother, I do not know. They searched high and low for the little pumpkin, but it wasn't in the house. It was on its way to the bazaar with greedy Hassan. <laughs> he went to the grocer's first. Salam, my good man, I come selling a prize. Open it and you won't believe your eyes. A pumpkin, Hassan? Are you trying to be clever? But it's magic, my friend. It will feed you forever. Open it up and the food, it will flow. Well, how do you open it? Alas, I don't know. If I did, I'd keep it in feast till I'm old. But I'll sell it to you for five pieces of gold. The grocer was not impressed. Five pieces of gold and you can't even open it up. I'm no fool, Hassan. Get out of my shop. And he picked up a cucumber and threw it at him. <laughs> Hassan growled <laughs> at the grocer and headed to the butcher. Meanwhile, Elif was searching the bazaar, but she couldn't see the pumpkin anywhere. Have you seen my pumpkin? Have I seen your what? Have you seen a little pumpkin? No, I have not. She's not having much luck, is she? Nope. But neither was Hassan. That's right. The butcher was no fool either. Five gold coins? What do you take me for? It's a pumpkin, you swindler. And not anything more. Out! And he picked up his meat cleaver and chased Hassan out of the shop. Oh, no, 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 no. Hassan left the butchers in a hurry and made his way to the barber shop. The barber is just as greedy as me. I'm sure I'll convince him for a small fee. Oh, barber, salam. It is your lucky day. I've a wonder to sell to you. Here, if I may. And he placed it on the counter. Looks like a pumpkin. Oh, it is. And it is not. When you open it, all of your worries forgot. And he told the barber about the pumpkin's magical power. Open it up and the food will flow. Well, how do you open it? Alas, I don't know. If I did, I would keep it and feast till I'm old. But I'll sell it to you for now three pieces of gold. The barber laughed out loud. Do you think I'm a fool? Get out of my shop, you silly old mule. Oh, how dare you? And he waved his shaving razor at that, Hassan. That's it, I'm out! Meanwhile, poor Elif had nearly given up hope. She kicked the dust as she walked home heavy-hearted. Why would he grant it to take it away? Oh, cursed be that gin! He's ruined my day! She passed a fruit stand and stood for a moment gazing at the pomegranates and dates and nectarines, all gleaming like delicious jewels. Her tummy, though, was as empty as her pockets. Just then, 
one of the watermelons spoke to her. What? A gift is a blessing you cherish and keep. Not leave it for thieves to take when you sleep. The gin. There was his face, shining out from the watermelon. I'm sorry, said Elif. Your gift was so kind, and I did not respect it. I left it behind. I was spoiled and forgetful, and now it is gone. I shall always be thankful for gifts from now on. But the gin's face had disappeared, and the fruit seller was staring at Elif like she was behaving very oddly. Talking to fruit. Hassan had one final idea. To go to the mayor. He took the little pumpkin, arrived at the mayor's grand house and bowed low. Salam, sire! You are wise, it is true. I have brought something wondrous to sell to you. And he showed the mayor the little pumpkin. The mayor snorted. Looks like a pumpkin. But not any old squash. When you open it, your only word will be gosh. And he told the mayor what the pumpkin could do. Open it up and the food will flow. Well, how do you open it? Alas, I still don't know. If I did, I would keep it and feast till I'm old. But I'll sell it to you for now a bargain. One piece of gold. The mayor knew greedy Hassan pretty well. Well, if you cannot open it, I surely cannot. Hassan's face fell. Uh. But I'm feeling generous. I tell you what, I will buy your pumpkin. It looks very tasty. For, for one gold coin? No, now let's not be hasty. It is just a pumpkin, however nice. So I'll buy it for ten pennies. That is its price. Sighing, <laughs> Hassan accepted the pennies and went home grumbling. Not just a silly pumpkin, I'm hungry now. And after he left, the mayor took the pumpkin to the kitchen to cook fresh pumpkin for dinner. But no matter how hard the mayor tried, he couldn't open it. You should try to crack it open, mayor. Uh, um, fair enough. Uh, <gasps> Oh, no, that didn't work. You should try smashing it open with a hammer. Right, uh, where's my hammer? No. Cutting it with a knife? Oh, no, the knife just pinged off. Bake it in the fire. Right, get it nice and squishy. No, this pumpkin shell is hard as iron. Um... Well, you know the drill. Uh, try smashing it on the floor. Okay, one, two, three. Oh, it just bounced off again. Um, give it to Jeff. Uh, excuse me, Jeff, can you open this pumpkin? No, sorry. Well, that was no good. Nothing worked. The mayor was now very angry. Oh, that Hassan, he sold me a dud. This silly little pumpkin is just no Good! He picked it up and he threw it out of the window. 
the pumpkin landed and rolled all the way down the hill. Shall we do that, Leo? Rolly, 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 rolly. And came to a stop right in front of Elif, who was making her way home. What's luck? <gasps> the pumpkin, it's here! Oh, thank you, sweet gin. And she ran to her mother, who said, Bring it in! Oh, we must be more careful and cherish it well. And the rest of the story is easy to tell. Whenever they were hungry, they said, Open pumpkin, open up! And all of that delicious food would come out. And when they were finished, they said... Stop, little pumpkin, stop! They took very great care of the wondrous little pumpkin and they gave gifts of food to the poor and hungry of the town. And they all lived as so they should. Happily ever after. The End So, Leo, did you like that story? Yep, I thought it was brilliant. And what was your favourite bit? Well, I like how the both the mayor and Hassan kept trying to break the pumpkin, even giving it to Jeff, and it <laughs> wouldn't work. That's right, there was no getting into that pumpkin without the special words. Do you, do you think there's a message somewhere in this story? Well, the message is, if you get a present for your birthday or for Christmas or something like that, uh, you really need to be careful and cherish it and not let anyone take it or it, let it get lost. Yeah, I think sometimes we can be a bit ungrateful when people give us lovely presents. Whatever the present is. Yeah, maybe we don't play with things nicely or, yeah, like you say, break them or lose them. And actually, to get a gift, you're very fortunate. So we should be more grateful, perhaps. And always be careful with them. So that's it for this episode. Thanks to everyone who keeps sending shout-out requests and continuing to listen to our podcast. And we'll have a new guest teller coming soon. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please, please, if you haven't already, and I know lots of you have, please, please vote for us for the Listener's Choice category of the British Podcast Awards. Please, please, please vote. Please vote. And you can leave us a little review as well saying how much you love us. Five stars, please. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And... Thank you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, a gift is a blessing you cherish and keep. And our gift is a story and sweet dreams when you sleep. Bye! podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Join our Dragonfly Tales podcast group on Facebook, find us on Instagram at Dragonfly Tales Pod and follow us on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly.